bland food, bland family, that needs more salt. Join Nancy and Mary as they discuss family flavor and the theme that brings them all together on this week's episode of Needs More Salt. Good morning. morning. (laughs) Bright and early, well, bright, well, sort of bright and early. It's almost eight o'clock my time, so not really that bright and early, huh? Not bright and early at all for me. No, so. well, and it's really not bright and early. Well, it is bright outside of our house, but lots of clouds today. Yeah, no we're having some thunderstorms today. Okay, well, and you guys are... Oh. What is <laughs> that bubbling noise? Sorry, I am so sorry. <laughs> that was me dumping my the rest of my tea because <laughs> I need to make a cup of coffee. Yeah, I mean, everyone needs coffee in their lives, so I don't blame exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. That was really funny, though. Sorry about that. Anyway. How, how was your week? It was good. What? Good. How, how was Easter? Easter dinner was really, really fun. Um, it was very relaxing. I definitely almost fell asleep a couple times. <laughs> because it was just, like, so like peaceful and relaxing. Yeah, and after the big meal. Not in, not in your food, right? Okay. No, thankfully. But it was it was really good. So that was delicious. And then I had so many, I I really tried to celebrate this week, like Easter week. And I was like, what on earth is my favorite thing that I put in my mouth this week? (laughs) I was like, there's been so many, Um, but I may have like two. Okay. Okay. Well, I've been having this leftovers. I've been taking it to work. I made... Um, chicken tikka masala. Like from scratch? Okay, no. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Here's here's a little tip for those who live with an Aldi nearby. They have, um, I got two. They had a tikka masala and they had a butter chicken simmer sauce. Oh, okay. And I bought it because I was like, you know what? This would be good to have on hand in case I need to make a quick dinner or something. And so I took the tiki masala simmer sauce. I cooked some chicken and onions, basically just kind of what I had on hand. And I put in the simmer sauce and let it, you know, simmer. And then because it was a little bit bland, for better words, like it had it had a hint of the flavor. So I just tossed in some more garam masala and garlic and salt and oh, it was really so good you are one of the only people i know okay i guess i do this too but you but you for sure are one of the only people that i know that would buy something already at the store like at a store that's supposed to be like already done and still well, you have to, to you have to doctor it up sometimes no, i think that's hilarious it's like if you buy a pasta sauce from the store but anyway, I mean, we don't usually, but like, if you're in a time crunch, That's like true. I always add stuff to it because usually, or if you don't have a good pasta sauce recipe, I suppose. True, but like usually, I don't know. For me, pasta sauces always need at least salt and garlic, if not a lot of other things. Okay. Okay. So um, the, the, sorry, back to your chicken. So chicken yeah, masala. the tikka masala was fantastic and I did add some basmati rice and it was really really good 
And the other thing that I found quite delicious, actually, was the Green Goddess Salad. <laughs> oh, yeah. From, okay. I, I took a page out of your book, and I, on Friday, I was like, okay, I don't want, we had a party for a friend. Um, it was her birthday, so I didn't want to do, like, a, a big dinner and have to clean up. So I bought one of the salads, and I bought a rotisserie chicken. And I had that, and it was delicious. Although the oh. green goddess salad, like the dressing, kind of reminded me to a little too much of pesto. Yeah, for yeah. it to be a really good dressing. I think they could have renamed it. Yeah, like, like the <laughs> the pesto dressing. Yeah, but, but I thought I, it was really good, and I thought the crispy lentils were really good. And see, I put yeah. some goat cheese in there, and put some rotisserie chicken on. It was really good. There you go, good girl. Yeah, that's so. Those great. were both good. There's okay. I'm gonna say one more thing. Okay. Um, my roommate Sophie, she made for the birthday party a cake. Okay. It was well. It was gluten free first of all, and I don't know what she did, but it was amazing. Like the cake part itself, which is really hard with it comes to gluten free. Mm-hmm. But it was so good. It was a lemon raspberry cake. Okay. And so she made the the cake was lemon and then made like this raspberry compote jam thing for the middle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it was a raspberry lemon frosting. Like I think it was just like a buttercream. But it was delicious. I had (laughs) I took a slice last night to work and I (laughs) just devoured it because it was so good and you couldn't like if nobody told you it was gluten-free you couldn't tell okay that's impressive because that is yeah unless i do like a chocolate cake Mm -hmm. because chocolate's pretty easy to to like not taste like gluten-free yeah but it was really good anyway what is your what how was your week how is good what did you put in your mouth oh lots of stuff because it was Easter and, and we yeah like, and you got to celebrate like, the whole thing and so yeah so um dad would be like are you gonna eat dinner tonight I'm like yes it's Easter so <laughs> we did we did um didn't really do anything totally exciting we had a we actually had a funeral reception on Thursday okay and got home really late but there were some leftover veggies and so I'm just like you know what I am just gonna like have these leftover veggies with the leftover lamb from Easter and kind of just do a little throw it all in a bowl. That sounds good. And it was really good to a little coat cheese on it and everything. That was super good. Um, and then last night I, so for Easter, I don't know if I told you this, but for Easter, I bought dad and I a present. <laughs> oh, um, I bought the Otto Lange test kitchen cookbook. Because I have become a huge Adelaide fan. Okay. I love their stuff. And this one has a total, like, Middle Eastern bent to it. And I'm super Mm. pumped about every recipe so far that I've looked at, I want to make. So last night we did um, chicken. We had, like, leftover chicken. And then I had peppers and tomatoes and onions I threw a little anchovy paste in there Mm. and um and all kinds of spices and so I said I I auto langified it (laughs) 
Okay. And then cooked up some rice and had it over the rice. And oh, it had, it had cal- Kalamata olives. So it was like Mediterranean chicken. It was fantastic. It was that so does good. sound really good. And it was really easy. And then I was like, oh, gosh, I hope dad likes it. And after we got done, and of course, you know, he ate the entire thing. I was like, did that taste okay? And I was like, it was excellent. And I said, okay, good. So we're on. So that good. was, yeah. That, so that sounds, was fun. That sounds really, really yeah. good. It was good. And so they were both simple. Basically, like leftovery things, but made overs. Made overs, not leftovers. Made overs. Good. So, yeah. Well, that sounds really good. Okay. Mostly. Yeah. 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 So, this has been kind of a thing in my head that I've been wanting to discuss with you for a bit. Uh oh. Are you sure we want people to know about this? It's okay. They can know about this. It's not a bad thing. Okay, good. Um, And it is the kind of a a broad topic. So we'll try to narrow it down. But I want to talk about cooking with the generations, right? Because in our family, Mm -hmm. at least, we have generations of recipes of like, different ways people cook or different ingredients they have or tips and tricks, right. That have been passed down through the generations. Right. And now as you know, we are different generations and we have a continuing generation um, with like Emmy and Abby. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just something I wanted to talk about and like kind of discuss how do you pass along your basically I guess the question would be how how do you pass along your heritage and your different cultural things you've accumulated from like grandpa or you know our Sicilian side our our Croatian side our Austrian side things like that Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. how do you kind of fit that into your everyday life and then like how do you pass that on or your cooking tips like for you I would say because I always ask you this every year can I have your cinnamon roll recipe right and I keep thinking why haven't you written it down no (laughs) I I I literally have it printed out but I've lost it so many times (laughs) anyway so yeah I just wanted to discuss kind of like how do you do that? How do you, how does that, what does that look like in your life? Mm-hmm. And I think for us, that's really a, a interesting question because we, none of us live together. I mean, not live together, but well, we don't live together, but we also don't live close to each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, yeah, since we don't, since we don't live together and we're not like our, our family being mm-hmm. the way it is, is so mm-hmm. spread out. Like how, besides my continuous texting, hey, can I have that recipe? Hey, oh, you're not the how only do you one. do this? Like yeah. how, how do you, how does one cook with the generations and keep, not, not just cooking, for us, for our family, it is a lot to do with like cooking and with, with family recipes and different things like that. But like how yeah. do you keep the generations 
and and the mm, culture i suppose of of our family and our heritage alive mm-hmm. especially well, think- for you for living so far apart from everyone else yeah and i think part of what you said was really interesting when you said the idea of of generations i immediately went to like backwards and you immediately and went backwards i did in in my mind in my mind in my mind i went backwards so for those of you Sorry. who don't understand this it's called a memory what <laughs> no but not even but actually not memory necessarily because i went like how i i thought in i thought to, blah, blah, blah. i thought to myself there we go i thought to myself how far back some of these recipes would go are mm-hmm. beyond are beyond memories that i have yeah that's true because and I think that's so beautiful and so like thinking about you know the cookbook that I have from grandma Patalo yeah my my grandma my grandma when I turned 21 she had handwritten all of her recipes and not just hers but recipes that were like from her best friend growing up or the PTA lady or yeah um, uncle Tony's sister you know and all these all these different things and it was brilliant. And she hand wrote those. And I have those all still in a, in a cookbook that I go to often. And it's just like, it's, so I didn't know half of these people, you know, that, that were part of those recipes. And so for me, yeah. it's like, wow, you can go back and it continues on. And it's sort of like the communion of saints. I know that sounds probably <laughs> like a, a huge push, no, but you know, I mean a little the communion bit. Of Saint, the whole idea of the timeline thing lasting for so long, and it's the same sort of thing to me. And so, for me now, you know, from the time like I got that cookbook to the point now of being a grandma myself, yeah, and you know, it, it's just so incredible. And I think for us, technology is such a blessing in the way that we can, even though we are spread out around the world, around the country and technically around the world with Josh and Ani and the girls, um, that we can still connect through the recipes and through food advice. And, you know, cause, cause Mary, yeah, you and I talk all the time mm-hmm. about, about recipes and ideas. Yeah. And we, I think I back ideas. text or call you at least once a week. Like, wait okay so if I did this should I put this in this or this or like how did you do that yeah and I think and I think it that one and David will often be like okay I just need like four recipes mom for yeah you know for this I feel like we should start a Pinterest board for David specifically that would just be like so funny hey David you can just go to this board and here's like here's the recipes. seven different recipes we found this week and they're all really easy and you can follow them and you probably have all the ingredients. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Because I said, remember. Okay. In, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say in Austria, when we were in school together, he would oftentimes either. Well, okay. A, lo- <laughs> a few times he would invite me over for dinner and he made most of the time just like pasta and ragu. Right. And he would always invite me over and he was like, Mary, this doesn't taste right. What should I put in it? And I would taste it. And then I would actually like finish cooking the dinner. 
<laughs> um, he probably did and it was purpose. usually like it just needs you know a little bit of red wine a little bit of salt and some more garlic That's um, so funny. but always he more garlic. always more garlic, more garlic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just yeah it's it's so interesting to for me on the receiving end of like the wealth of information that I have about cooking and about other things but from our family stash of information mm-hmm. just like that I can pick it up and put it to use and then to share that with other people or like I so I like I made cinnamon rolls on Thanksgiving for me and my housemate and then I also made the, the honey rolls um, right. And like that's just like bringing in a little bit of my family and sharing it and kind of continuing on with the tradition, I suppose you could call it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of our family. But then, yeah, it is interesting to think because when you said like to think about the well, you use the communion of saints as the as an example, but like. I was immediately thinking about like grandpa's Syrian recipes. Oh my and gosh. Okay. So I have a story about how, that. As soon as you're done. Sorry. Yeah. And how grandma didn't Nana, if I remember correctly, Nana learned that from a neighbor. Yeah. From, from a Lebanese neighbor because yeah. she didn't know. So my great grandmother was from Austria. My great grandfather was technically from Palestine at the time. It would be Israel today, but from Palestine and he had with a Syrian background. And so she had no idea how to cook Middle Eastern food, but they had a Lebanese neighbor. And so she learned how to cook the food that he liked from her Lebanese neighbor. So yeah. that's, and that is the, all of our recipes basically that we do for Middle Eastern food, which is awesome. Yeah. But then like to think about how, you know, where did they learn that from? Exactly. How how old are these recipes? How far back in their family yeah. do they go? Yeah. And now they're a part of our family, which, you know, it's that I can count, I promise. No, 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 no. What, I'm the fifth generation from that, I think? Let's see. I know, I had to yeah. count. I think I'm like the fifth generation Grandpa. from yeah. her. Yeah, you're fifth. You're fifth having learned these recipes so that's not even that much to be honest but then yeah just to think about how far back those family recipes which I'm assuming they're family recipes right oh, go yeah, sure. and how we're continuing them on yeah well and that's a, another thing you mentioned about even with Abby and Emmy so Joshua happened yesterday we were talking and he said oh I have to tell you about our Easter week and I was like okay and he said he and he and Emmy had gone to the grocery store and he couldn't find lamb but he was like I really want lamb for, <laughs> mm-hmm. for Easter this week so they went to uh is it halal a halal market oh like a Turkish market yeah and um beautiful Josh was like oh mom it was just beautiful and yeah, the, gen- and the gentleman the gentleman spoke English and he, it was so funny because he said, like, he walked in and I think Josh was talking to Emmy and he overheard. So he immediately spoke English to Joshua. Aww. And Josh was like, it was so great. And the guy, they had the most beautiful lamb. 
And so he bought a cup, like a roast, a lamb roast, I think probably like a lamb shoulder roast and took it home. And then he was telling me, he said, so they had roast lamb, but then they had a little leftover. So he made chicken rice. Oh. which was which was basically it's lamb yeah. and rice and pine I nuts and all kinds rice. of goodness and he made he made domas he made stuffed grape leaves oh and i was so proud of him because this is josh who doesn't do a ton of cooking but he said they were absolutely fantastic and you know and i was just like oh that was so fun and he said that emmy even ate them Oh, and which was surprising good. because when I was little, I I was kind of afraid to eat the grape leaves, <laughs> so I would unroll them and just eat the filling. Um, I have definitely, you which know, I it, mean, the filling is amazing. It's amazing. well, it's rice and lamb, and yeah, it's basically like the chicken rice. It's stuff, the chicken you know, rice filling, kind yeah. of, you know, with with a little bit more seasoning. And so that was so yeah. So the generation thing. Speaking of the speaking of the what we call Syrian food. Um, totally cool and yeah, I was, just I was very excited further yeah. and further I yeah. love it yeah and I think that that's you know and being willing to if you're if you're the mom or the grandma being willing to like be engaging with your kids and your grandkids being purposeful in in like cooking because everybody's got a specialty I don't care who it is mm-hmm. every everybody who 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 cooks has something that they're kind of known for or that, you know, that is like their thing that they like yeah. to cook. And that's, that's the so stuff funny that we need to share. Cause so I was thinking of Grammy actually. And I, I was like, Grammy doesn't cook a whole ton, but the thing that I immediately thought of when I, when you were like, they're known for the thing, like the one thing I was like, Oh yeah. Grammy salad. Oh, that's so funny. Because I just remember it being like the salad that we had at yeah. every single family gathering. Yeah. That Grammy would make no matter what season. And that salad, she learned how to do, I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure the salad dressing, which is basically a really brilliant vinaigrette with a ton of herbs and stuff dried, not even fresh dried herbs and stuff was from grandma Patalo. Yeah. It, and, it's who is just, her, yeah, who it would is be her mother. The Grammy salad. Yeah. But it, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And that's the, that's the thing. Well, and it can be simple stuff because Grammy also has a, a really awesome recipe that for me growing up, remember, remembering called hack, hackneyed. Is that what you called it? A hackneyed, hackneyed spaghetti. But it's like oh. a summer, a summer, very summery spaghetti with mushrooms. It's really simple. It's like mushrooms, pasta, uh, and the mushrooms you saute the mushrooms in olive oil, and I would add a little bit better, but olive oil, and then lots and lots of shredded cheese, like Parmesan or Romano. That sounds or really good. So, yeah, super simple, and of course, it's really cute because it's in it's in my grandma cookbook. Yeah, and she has up there, you know, Jeanette's recipe. And I, you know, and it's just, it's just so funny. And so, yeah, I think that that is important to do. I think for, for the younger generations, whoever that is, like even me with Grammy, I guess, but um, Mm -hmm. it would be to not be afraid to ask. Yeah. And I think that's a good for anything, whether it's like us with the food or for me, you know, asking dad 
different things for like carpentry mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and you know dad I need this or I I don't know I feel like I've called him every time I've walked into Lowe's or Home Depot I'm like okay so if I'm putting this up and I need this kind of screw what mm-hmm. kind of screw is it <laughs> and he'll yeah. go into like a 10 minute discussion of screws but it's like his his wealth of knowledge and I think that's really what I'm thinking of when I think of like carrying things on down the generations is carrying on the wealth of knowledge from your family members and from whoever they have gathered their wealth of knowledge from. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's so good. Everything except for, you know, like breathing, everything we've learned and it's, it's the way we've learned it or what we've learned specifically that then goes to the next generation, whether it's an unconscious or a conscious thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, I just think it's really fascinating to think about that specific, like, oh, you know, we cook like that because of this random Lebanese neighbor that happened to live next to Nana. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, and, and just one more really quick story is yesterday when we were talking to, um, the kids, the grand girls, and well, Emmy, um, and dad was talking to her and it was so cute because he basically was holding the phone and he said, Emmy, when, when granny and I come and visit you, you know what I want to do? I want to do something special with you. And she was <laughs> like, yeah. So Emily's two, a little over two. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I want, I said, he, blah, blah, sorry. He said, Papa wants to bake a cake with you. <gasps> oh my and goodness. It was so cute. I almost cried because I wasn't even in the room, but I heard him say this. And she was like, she was like, what? And and Joshua was telling her, well, when, when grandma and grandpa come, Papa wants to bake a cake, gonna bake with you. And she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was like so shy. And dad was so thrilled. And that's his big thing. That's what he wants to do with her. That's when so cute. He's like, we'll take walks and we'll play, but I want, but we're going to bake a cake together. And I just thought that was the cutest thing ever. He better have sprinkles to put on that cake. Oh yeah. Well, we actually have a huge jar of sprinkles and I think he's thinking of taking them. But I'm like, I Good. think they have sprinkles there. But I mean, they do have bag, sprinkles in Europe. Yes. But we may just simply take a bag of sprinkles for her. But I just oh, thought that was but that's absolutely so adorable. Isn't that sweet? So it's the it's the continuing, continuing continuing on the tradition. Yeah. Yeah, with the generations. And then you were saying earlier a little bit about not being afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. for help and I think that kind of goes along with like each person has kind of a specialty and also like ask if you need the help but I think that goes both ways on like you know I'll probably always come to you and ask you for help when it comes to food things like that and like but also like you can and you have come to me to ask for help or like oh, yeah. my siblings will text me or if we're, we happen to be on the phone, this happens with David again a lot. Um, <laughs> Poor David. I feel well, like we throw him under the bus. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> well, we just happen to be on the phone and he's just got back from work and he needs, like he's cooking dinner. And he's like, oh, wait, Mary, 
answer me this question about spices real quick. And I was like, okay, I can do that. But it's just like, yeah, it goes both ways because it's like we learn new things. And especially in today's culture of like the social media where there's like the food talk or Pinterest or Instagram foods. It's like you see all these things and you want to try it and then you do and you end up being like, oh, I'm actually really good at making this. Yeah. Well, and I have to tell you that this actually goes out to our extended family Mm -hmm. because when yesterday was Jeanette's birthday, your cousin Jeanette. And so I texted her and just said, you know, hope you're having a beautiful birthday, blah, blah, blah. And what does she text me? She doesn't just say, thanks, Aunt Nancy. She says, thanks. She goes, thanks so much. Um, Andrew and I are eating our way through Los Angeles today for my birthday celebration. (laughs) That is so fun. And I was just like, yes, have the best food for, and and think of me. And she goes, oh, we have. Yeah, I mean, and that 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 is is so, so fun. It's so touching to me because the girls and and it's like they all know and and your your aunt dawn is that she's just like oh yeah the girls would be like yeah nancy would have <laughs> loved that you know would love this or whatever and so it's one of those things that they know that's what i enjoy and yeah it's just so sweet so i thought that was so much fun and then i told your dad that i was kind of jealous though because <laughs> it sounded so i mean amazing. it does sound really fun yeah but that's so fun yeah so it was great so yeah. Yep. 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 Hello. Food trends. Food trends. I. I know. I gotta come I up with a like jingle. I feel like we need to have like a jingle. Or... That's not mom singing. Food trends. Trend food time. Trend. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um. So pardon the background noise, but I need to reheat my coffee. I know. I don't know how warm mine is. I put a lid on mine. Oh, mine's still. Real so warm. today we are gonna do something that isn't necessarily a trend per se i just have seen a lot of like coffee talk if we can call it that coffee um like different baristas or different like coffee shop owners do this and i've been wanting to try it oh no and they do it of course with their espresso machines and with espresso oh i could have done that but i only have a drip coffee so okay. the thing I have been seeing, the videos I've been seeing, and they do it with different things, no. but it is putting some form of chocolate candy into your coffee. And what they'll do is usually they just have their like little um, espresso cup and they'll put a little like bar. I've seen people do it with like Kinder bars or with... Um, different like can little candy bars and they'll just put a little bit over and then they'll have the coffee pour onto it and then it melts and then it plunks down into the cup wait which is basically like a mocha with that which is basically like a mocha but then they do it with other kinds of candy things oh my gosh you could do it with a Reese's you could do it with Reese's which I think would be good I don't have that um you mentioned so earlier of trying Nutella coffee. Yeah. Which I think would work really just good. as well. Okay, that's what I'm trying. What I am going have. to do, however, thanks to my lovely roommate, we have Rolos. <gasps> <gasps> and I'm going like to melt some Rolos into my coffee. Oh, sorry. I'm going to I'm going to reheat my coffee too. 
And that's okay. So my problem is I have absolutely no the only candy I have is like a so I'm gonna go with the Mom, so mom, no one can hear you. Oh. With the microwave behind you. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. There we go. Sorry. So I don't have any candy. Except for Wait, chicken. but you said Nutella. But I have Nutella, is that okay? Yeah, I was getting this Nutella, but I saw the Rolos. Okay. So and mine's actually fake Nutella, but that's okay. So I'm gonna take I tried to get so I had friends over yesterday for coffee and I tried to get them to, to try a Nutella chocolate and <laughs> just call it a hazelnut mocha I know well they had regular mocha okay so the problem with the Nutella is it's not melty very good I bet it would work really good with espresso but probably my roller is kind of melting but it's also kind of sticking to my spoon okay that's yeah, weird looking Okay, so I got my coffee. I warmed it up because it was a bit cold. The Rolo is currently kind of melting. Okay, are you stirring it? I, yes, I'm stirring it. Okay, <laughs> sorry. And basically what it's going to be like oh, in the um, end, I'm going to assume, is like a caramel mocha. Yeah, is that like a... Because that's basically <laughs> what I'm making. Yeah, but it's kind of that's a fun idea though with the with the chocolate. But thing. I would love you could even do someday. Like a, sorry. Well, I would just love someday to have an espresso machine and do this properly. Well, I'm gonna try this properly. I mean, yeah, I was like, you have an espresso machine. I do, but I didn't. Make okay, espresso. here it goes. Okay, all right, I'm gonna try mine too. One, two, three. That's actually pretty good. Like, it's I not know. overly sweet. I think yours maybe should be more melty because of the Nutella. Yeah, but I don't think my coffee was hot enough and because I just made a pour over on coffee. Yeah, with the espresso, you should definitely try that and Mm -hmm. tell us. Put it on Instagram and tell us how it is. I will. Yeah, okay. So I have gotten that bug out of my system because every time I see somebody do that, I'm like, oh my goodness, I want that. It that looks really good. Is it delicious? It is good. I am I am yeah. quite pleased. Mine is not so good. But I think it's because it's not it's okay coffee. It's not great coffee. And the fact that um I'm checking the bottom. Oh no, and there's like dregs of Nutella in the bottom of my cup. Okay. So just go straight so, for the Nutella. Exactly. I'm just gonna like get the spoon. So here's how here's my recommendation. Is don't put your Nutella in don't put your Nutella in the coffee. Just put it on the spoon. Drink your coffee and lick your spoon. Perfect, love it. All right. Well, that was trend time. Thanks for joining Nancy and Mary on this week's episode of Needs More Salt. Follow the show on our social media pages and join us next week as we bring flavor to your life.